No, 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 no. Fuck. Okay. You know how minute 22 goes? So, fucking fish mouth cult leader was looking at Mandy, right? Walking down the road. Well, air quotes Mandy. I'm going to call her air quotes Mandy until we actually hear her name. Then we get, like, air quotes Mandy is, by the time she's gotten right up next to the camera, her face is maybe taken up like 70% of the height of the screen, right? So then we fade to, oh no, she's slightly smaller and to the left. And I'm getting like a little repeat, but it's not quite faded because fucking Panos likes to overlap shit. And so we have two of her for a moment. Ooh, it's probably going to mean something. In a better movie, I'd be like breaking that down and be like, here's why she has two faces in this moment. But here I just don't fucking care because why are you cutting to the exact same shot? And then she moves to the right again. And then we fade back to the same shot again. She gets to the right edge of frame on this third one and freeze fucking frame. I know it's 1983 and there were probably some show like Chips or something that was putting freeze frames in their end credits. But freeze frames are not good in a fucking movie. Unless you're going to do something clever with it. Like freeze frame on guy flying out a window. Oh, narration comes up. You want to know how I got out of this? Cut back to three days earlier. Like, first you got to know how I got here. Something silly and clever and interesting and something that gives us character. You're freeze framing on this woman's face for some fucking reason? Yes, we get it. You like looking at her face. You like filming it. Why don't you just marry the fucking woman? Maybe you did. I don't know. I already compared your obsession with looking at her to Rob Zombie and his wife, so maybe you are married to her. If so, I hope you're happy. Good for you, Panos and Andrea. I hope you're doing great. But, but, we go from freeze frame to chapter title. 22 minutes into the movie, we have our second chapter title, Children of the New Dawn, written in this curvy sort of horror novel font, and lit from behind with like this wavy, smoky, red concentric circles, like we're being hypnotized, maybe. And that lasts way too long. Cut to Van! Parked outside of some sort of... It's got so many doors, I want to say it's a motel, but it doesn't really resemble a motel. Cut to inside motel, maybe? And white hair woman is comforting Fishmouth cult leader. He's laying on a bed that's tucked into this weird little alcove in the wall, it looks like. And he gets a name. What's the matter, Jeremiah? Uh, she's fucking concerned about him because she's like, did I do something wrong? Uh. She asks if he's alright. He's not alright. Did I do something wrong? Uh. Wrong? Question mark? He starts to turn his head toward her and the minute ends, but I don't care. Why are you trying to give us more characterization for these two than we've had in the previous 20 minutes for our fucking leads? Why does he have a name? I don't want to call him Jeremiah. I want to call him Fishmouth Cult Leader. This is my show. So I'll probably just call him Jeremiah because I'll forget. But whatever. (sighs) Is this also the best lit scene we've gotten yet? I mean, 
there's a stupid red light up on up by his forehead, but overall we can see him. We can see her. He's got way too much jewelry. Big fucking ring. Bracelet. Some neck chain with something on it. Don't know what. He doesn't have his sunglasses on right now, but hey, he's not in the middle of a big end of the world red fog sent by Ming the Merciless, so I guess it's okay. It's not. It's not okay. I don't have time for this today. That's not even my death. 